out your phone. I think we killed that. Uh, probably. I don't know if it's still recording. I sure hope it is. Oh my god. This is the two guys one cup podcast. That's not smut. Not, <laughs> not yet. Soon to be your favorite smut podcast. Uh, we are on Ian Street in an undisclosed part of the greater metro area of a midwestern town you'll never find me (laughs) it is two in the morning and we are recording for the people because we got to get this out here the blues are stanley cup champions oh my god i still don't believe how i watched it happen and i still don't know how what what a what a in general, like, clinical game they play. Oh, my God, I know. So, like, so as we as we said on the last one, this is not going to be, like, our break yeah, the game no, down, no. like, smart, intelligent episode. But, yeah, like, they, so they played, like, garbage in most of the first yeah. period. And they friggin', by miracle, miracles were up to nothing at the end of it with a, a late goal, which really, like, it didn't feel like it at the time at all. But that was like, that was I mean, the dagger. If we were the Bruins in this case, we would have thought 2-0 late goal, we're fucked. Yeah. There's no way sure. we come back. For sure. And honestly, they were. I mean, they were. And Jordan Bennington was a goddamn yeah. psychopath. He was amazing the whole game. He saved us in the first period. Oh, my God. The save on his jersey, under honestly, his arm, is fantastic. Honestly, I think that was his best performance. Yeah. Of at least the postseason. He had, like, one big rebound that I can remember. Yeah. And even then, what what the fuck are you going to do? But the number of, like, fucking nut saves he made. Yeah. Just nuts. There were lots of, like, oh, down and out. Oh, yeah. that's a goal for oh, sure. Oh, like, oh, no and way. And we stopped it. There were a number of times we watched on the loop at Hopcat. Great place. Very yeah, cool place. Um, but... There were a number of times where just for a save they were all like applauding in there and like mm. cheering them on. When well deserved. I mean that dude is the undisputed record holder for rookie wins in a yeah. postseason. Fucking nobody's ever done it. Nobody's ever gone sixteen wins as a rookie and won the cup. <sighs> Patrick Waugh couldn't do it. It's insane that Jordan Bennington is the Blues goalie on the cup. I mean, he deserves it. Of course he should be. But at the same time, it's like Jordan Bennington, what, third rounder? Third, yeah. In like 2011, Uh just a guy that we got with the pick from Eric Brewer is our goalie on the cup. Not Yaro Halak, not Brian Elliott, not fucking Grant Fuhrer. Not fucking Cujo, I mean, not any of these goalies. It's Jordan Bennington. It was. I, I would have never guessed. You, never in a million years. <laughs> you were you were talking about when we were out a while ago about how he was just the guy that we made fun of his name. Yeah, he was we the funny know, goalie. We didn't know Jordan Bennington from Adam even coming into this series. He was just the guy where you'd go Bennington and that was the whole thing. If you go back to our prospect pyramid, I'm pretty sure we're like, is he a prospect anymore? I mean, he hasn't really played any games for us, a couple, maybe I think a half a game. He mm-hmm. played half a game. He didn't start a game. He played like half a game. 
And we're like, yeah, but he's 25 and goalies take longer. And you have Huso. And so you're like, well, he's the guy that's just going to sort of disappear. You're like, where'd he go? And he's like, oh, he went to Italy. You know, oh, yeah, he's in the Italian league with fucking Chris Mason. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, of course. But no, the, like... He was in Boston in their fucking AHL team last year because he refused to go to the ECHL, and good for him. And then he fucking stone cold fucking ice in his veins just <laughs> won the cup for this team. I mean, Jordan Bennington today won the Stanley Cup. The Blues, and, and we'll get back to the clinical game, the Blues played a very good game for parts of this yeah. game. But without Jordan Bennington just friggin' standing on his head, and making saves, what what I pointed out to you earlier was like the Bruins were attacking him mm. in the way that he's vulnerable, where it's like if you move across the face of goal, yeah. that's where he's got the most vulnerability. And he was making those stops. He was getting the kick saves out there somehow mm. and getting from post to post, which is like his big weakness. And for the first period, at least, we were not boxing them out and preventing those opportunities. And he still just was still just bomb. He did amazing. I thought our defense in general was like fantastic. Like we'll we'll look at it later. But like we had we had to have so many block shots. There's so many times like oh here com here comes a really good shot, mm -hmm. and then it just went nowhere. It went absolutely nowhere. We did a fantastic job in our own end. We were getting out pretty easily in general. First period, not so much. But, like, I was just surprised that at no point did Boston really, like, gain significant traction. Right. Like, as you're watching it, we were worried. But mm -hmm. in retrospect, there was at no point where, like, even when they kept in the zone for an extended period of time, we're like, oh, my God, they this is when they fucking hammer yeah. us. Like, no, and it never really happened. To go on with that, part of that is one penalty in the whole game. Bravo, bravo to these refs. Thank Seriously. You. Yes. yes, exactly. Just, if you're going to bury the whistle, bury the whistle. You got to, and you should. In game seven of a series that's been tight and physical and hard-nosed, you just bury them. And obviously you call the major stuff and you can't mm -hmm. not call a delay of game yeah which is the one penalty on Pareko was yep. it but you you just bury them and there were plenty of hooks and grabs and holes oh, and tons. picks yeah. and slashes and everything else cross checks in this game but you just don't call them unless they're egregious and none of these cross that threshold and like you said kudos to them for for having the balls to not do that. I'm surprised Boston played like a very straightforward hockey game. I really thought they're at home. I know it's one and done for both of these teams, but like I was surprised that we didn't see any shenanigans at all. Mm -hmm. Like zero Boston shenanigans. Zero zero blue shenanigans. There was maybe like one or two times someone got cross-checked in the back after a goalie saved it and they turned around, maybe shoved the other guy. And that was it. it I, it's game seven. These guys were way, and I don't blame them, way too afraid to be doing any crazy shit. It really felt like we were kind of in their heads after the first. And it was like, I mean, we looked at the Corsi, it was hugely lopsided the whole game in favor of the Bruins, but part of that's that we didn't end up taking that many shots. Mm. But if you look at some of the things they did, they were making, they were doing the things the Blues do when they panic. Yeah. And like, oh shit, we've got to, we're like fucked. You know, mm. like they were making long, unwise oh, yeah, passes. Oh yeah, stretch passes. And they were doing shots from weird angles, which yeah, you get it on net, at any time you can, but like, 
it's Bennington. He's not friggin', you know, Bennington on fire tonight isn't letting those in. Yeah. And it, it just, they never, like you said, they never even, even though we were scared the whole time, obviously we were nervous, we were all oh, yeah. out of our seats, they never really looked to, like, I I thought I thought towards the end when it was four one four nothing I was like man probably they grab one just for the sake of not being shut out at home yeah but um, I didn't ever think they weren't gonna win or I didn't ever think I I did think <laughs> but no I didn't I didn't ever feel like the Bruins were like just gonna take it yeah it never felt That's like what I mean I've, they never got a foothold this whole game when we didn't add to it in the second and we came out and they had the yet again they had the one that was like somehow behind Rask and like kept out of the net yeah. And when we didn't add to it, I was really worried that they would just come just have thundering out of the third. Yeah. And they did, again, Corsi, they had a lot of the control. But I don't, I like when I saw that it was 34 percent or whatever I just said it was. I was shocked. I was shocked it was that low. Yeah. I would have thought 45. I would have bought 45. Fine. But yeah, it was strange. But it just didn't feel it. And like you said earlier, we're gonna have to watch the whole game back yeah. at some point because it just didn't feel at all like it was that lopsided it felt it was, like we were you know playing down i think that's because it was like the best road game ever like it doesn't feel like we were playing down or it feels like we were playing downhill because on almost every major chance we had minus those big rest saves where it was behind him when he saved it we capitalized on it mm-hmm. like i I was amazed at the o'reilly tip for bow meester like i went in and out and i was like was that a goal I was amazed at the fucking that Shen. That was so fast. Yeah, I was amazed at the Shen goal. The amazing pass from Tarasenko to Shen. Oh, and again, it was like a weird, like, did it go in? And then it did. Mm. And then even the Sanford goal. I was like, holy fuck, you added to it? You four <laughs> owed him? I think that's the goal where David Prawn loses his mind. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the one uh, where he's flipping out, holding on to Sanford, like, just screaming like, like a madman. Like, he's all of us in that yeah. moment. Because it's 4-0, you know, like, you can can't let up and mm. they didn't really but like you know you fucking know it was four with like eight, eight minutes, minutes left I yeah, yeah that, you're like holy shit you fucking did it that was that was the one it's not just the four it's the o you yeah know? it's like they're not going from zero to a thousand that fast yeah maybe if it was like a six two game maybe you're still a little nervous somehow but like you just know and and the blues the blues won the stanley <laughs> cup they fucking Say trot that it. Sentence, Ian. The Blues, the St. Louis Blues, <laughs> your St. Louis Blues, the ones you've been watching for forever, are Stanley Cup champions God. for the whole NHL. Damn. When we go to the fucking draft next oh. weekend every single one of those Into presenters has to say congratulations that. to the st louis blues on the stanley cup victory and it's like holy shit it feels so good and oh my god like uh, when joel when um Doug Armstrong trade rape somebody and like somehow vaults himself into the first round mm-hmm. like a mid-tier first round pick for like Joel Edmondson or whoever yeah. it'll be a Stanley Cup champion that they're drafted oh or like tra- oh my god oh. Ryan O'Reilly Ryan O'Reilly Ryan won the con smile fucking O'Reilly 13 months ago that guy 
was cleaning out his locker in Buffalo. 14 months ago. Yeah. God, the office. That's so long. And saying he felt like he'd lost his love of the game, and everybody knew he was gone. We just didn't know where, and Tom Stillman said, you know what, I'll pay the bonus, get this trade done. Mm. And not only, like... <laughs> you can't like that's it's the worst trade in NHL history. Possibly. Yeah, that's like it's up there. It's How unfortunate for Buffalo that it fell apart the way it I, did. I don't, but yeah, I don't like. I don't. I love our friend Anthony. I love. I like the Sabers. I hope this is them next year. Yeah. But like, it's so like it just it it shouldn't have worked out as badly as it did. But he exactly. comes right here. He. As people seem to do when they get into our system, Shin did it too. Like, he just becomes better slightly. Mm -hmm. Not much, but enough that he's, like, more of a point-per-game player rather than, like, a 60-point player. Yeah. And now we've won the con Smythe. And, like, I don't... I, I really don't know the number, how the numbers shook out. I think he's our top point guy. Yeah. Um... I, I think with the way this game played out, I would have leaned Bennington... But you can't be like, you yeah. Know, like, well, that's it, the playoff MVP. Yeah. But the dude was like the Not, regular season MVP oh, yeah. oh, from yeah. the get go. Oh, yeah. The yeah, dude yeah, yeah, played yeah, yeah. phenomenally from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. for two months, three months, this team was dog shit, which is like the the even bigger story, and it's along with Ryan O'Reilly going from. No, you know, zero love for the game to Con Smythe winner, Stanley Cup champion. This team was awful. This team was awful, and you can say you believed in them, and I'm, and your belief is fantastic. You, your belief won us the Stanley Cup. It but wasn't they, our belief. Yeah, but they were for sure. They were awful, and now, and it doesn't make any sense. You were saying this is like. This is the first time, especially, I don't know if anywhere, but in the NHL for sure, that a team has been dead last in the calendar year of the Stanley Cup when it's presented that they've that team has ever won a, so much like, a, a round. round. Just one round and we won four. We went 10-3 and three on the road. That is We like, went one for 18 on the power play I, in this series, but we went 10 for three or 10-3 and three on the road. That's bonkers. It's it's miraculous. Like I don't. I'm not trying to like make it a thing, but like, it makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. And we did it. And the thing is, like, obviously the stories are there for Alex Steen and Jay Bowmeister, and we'll talk about those more on Friday when we record. And obviously there's amazing stories about Charles Gunn and Layla Anderson and. And all of these people will talk about all of that. But, like, just the the feeling of, like, there's never going to be a question asked about anyone on this team again. Mm. I don't know if Vladimir Tarasenko retires a blue. I hope he does. But I know that at no point in his career will we ever again have to say, can we get it done with him as yeah. our star? Because you just fucking did. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Ah! Alex Petrangelo, one year on his contract. I don't know. Maybe we just, like, say, fuck it, dude. We got to trade you. I don't think so. Yeah. But, like, maybe it happens. But you know what? Nobody can be like he's not the captain to take us to the cup. Because he just did. It was him lifting the cup. 
It was him. All the question marks, and that's your. That's the captain that has the picture with the cup. That's your guy, man. And, and will be forever. The sparklers, by the way, is that Which new? Got to be that's new. new. Yeah, I've never that seen that dope. before. But like, I don't like. That's the nicest thing. I, Robert Thomas is so young. Vince Dunn is so young. Colton Pareko is still relatively young. You never have to ask. You never have to question. Mm. And obviously, you know, over the course of the next decade, as those players' careers progress, obviously they're not all going to stay with the Blues forever. But the reason you're getting rid of them is never going to be like, well, I don't think they can contribute to a winning culture because they just won the Stanley Cup. You get, like, a little more depending on who the player is, asset-wise back in any trade now because they have the Stanley Cup stamp where you go, yeah, I know he's okay now, but he, he's he got Stanley Cup experience. And they go, oh, you're right. Joel Edmondson, again, you know, we've been on this horse, and I'm not, I'm, I don't care if they sign him yeah. for a gajillion dollars now. But you can, you can, he, you played him in this game, mm-hmm. and he played really well. You can just say, here, Edmondson, you're looking to get to a Stanley Cup. This dude just uh, won one. How uh, how attached are you to that first round pick or whatever the hell? No. Or uh, uh, what's his name? Fulio Yari. Like, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. It's he's there. Everyone on this team. I know it's I know it's stupid, but everyone on this team is a Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> I don't believe it. I I don't get it. Doug Armstrong is a fucking magician. We'll talk about a lot of that too. But like. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's. I. I mean, I still don't believe it. I don't think it's set in. I don't think it's. I was like, it's like half set in, but in a weird way. We're like, yeah, I know, and I can analyze it, but I don't think like the emotion of it. Of like, the more I think about how every year we watch this team, and every year minus like last year and a couple years in between, they make the playoffs. And every year it's some other fucking team lifting that cup at this point. And I'm watching them. The people listening to this are watching. And you go, oh, that's really cool. I hope I, it's the Blues one day. And then it fucking was. <laughs> yeah. They did it tonight. Like, I wanted Ovechkin to win last year when it got down to them. And it was nothing against the Knights. Yeah. But I was so tired of the whole Ovechkin storyline about, well, you know, same thing we were just talking about. Well, He's a great player for a Russian, but yeah. he can't win the cup, you know? Mm. And it's like, no, he won the cup largely single-handedly, and now you can't say that no more. <laughs> but again, even as you're watching him hoist it and you see TJ Oshie take it third or fourth, it's like, oh, but he was supposed to do that for us. And mm-hmm. even Lars Eller, to a lesser extent, you like these guys left here you know how many years how many years every year we talk about the guy who used to be a blue oh, yeah. Always that's an now winning the cup it's every year and now it doesn't matter david backus well first of all yeah for sure it doesn't matter anymore and david backus got the reverse oh and we course. we like david backus but it felt kind of fun it felt kind oh, of good i felt so good that picture of him just like dead in the <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to rejoice in it, but, dude, you chose to leave. Yeah. That's on you. And we we talked about it at the time. I know we weren't recording yet, obviously, then. But, like, the whole thing about, like, I'm going to take one more year to go somewhere else and then I'm going to write the letter about how heartbreaking a decision this was and how impossible it it feels to be leaving St. Louis. Cut that shit out. I don't need that shit. You took one more year. 
You got one more year at the same dollar value, and you're entitled to that. Yeah. Go do it. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm mourning this. It's not the Albert Pujols situation where you're taking like a hundred million more dollars yeah. over the same time frame. Like you chose one more year. That's great. If that's what you value, hundred percent good. But don't be like, oh, but this was really, really hard. It's like, no, it wasn't because you got you chose the thing and you went. Hmm. You know, and and now he's there and he's never going to win a cup. <laughs> I mean, he's just not. And uh, it sucks. Uh, it sucks. I mean, maybe, maybe he backdoors his way on like maybe when they um i assume buy him out i don't know if they can though because they did matt valeski and he goes to the fledgling detroit red wings yeah i mean maybe he backdoors his way as like the veteran grip presence on like a he's our year's chris thor yeah right exactly but like I don't see it, and that sucks. That sucks. I would have loved it to be 2016, mm. but it couldn't have been 2016. The first one had to be this wacky year. I was so happy for all of those players. Oh, my I'm God. Really, I'm really going to go like... through them. I want to go through yeah. all of them yeah, yeah, yeah. on Friday because, like... Friday they... could be, like, a seven-hour. Oh, yeah, it's going to go forever because <laughs> they all contributed. Every one of them had a... Hard to play. They all did. All of them. Jay Bomeister got an assist in this game, a primary assist. Alex Steen, just seeing his goofy ass gap tooth <laughs> grin, uh, winning the cup. Like you think of it, you've been through so much with these players. I know it that, sounds ridiculous. That dude's to say been here that. since 2008. I was just thinking. I tweeted this out a minute ago. I was like, I saw him in like a decade ago in a Deerberg's when he was out with a concussion protocol and now he's a Stanley Cup champion and those things don't have anything to do with them except that they're both true and it's like that dude wasn't even not like in my life like oh my god yeah. I saw him and we became friends but like Alex Steen has been a part of our life for about a third of it yeah I'd say he's more than a third of it. He's like the St. Louis Blues to me because 2008 was about the time I jumped back on board as like an adult. Yeah. And like watched this team. He's been here this whole time. He also is like the. He's like the first trade you made Mm -hmm. in the whole Eric Johnson, David Backus era where it's like. Oh shit! Like we stole that guy, yeah. and now and and now he's a good player for us, and yeah, it's just like, and again, we'll go over so many of the individual stories that Friday night, but like, Thomas Steen never won a cup, never played for a cup. Mm-hmm. Alex Steen hadn't played for a cup until this year. Nineteen hundred career combined games they have. They're, I would think, top five father son duos in mm-hmm. the history of the NHL. And now one of them's a cup champion. And Thomas Steen will get to hold that thing or whatever. I don't know what yeah. the protocol is if your kid wins. <laughs> oh, it, no, like, don't touch it. But, like, it's going to go to his house, maybe his city council meeting or whatever. He's, like, a city councilor now in one of the Sure, probably. Right? But, like, it's just, that's just a, a microcosm of this whole team. And we always said, I mean, we've said for a long time that, and, and I, I mean, we believed it, but I guess we didn't because then it happened and we don't believe it. But we've always said, like, this team, to win the first cup, it's going to be some back-ass words. Oh, yeah. We've said this for years, haven't we? Yeah, it's like they're going to slide always. into the playoffs. 
They're going to look terrible during the regular season for a lot of it. And then they're going to get hot. And we were like, every game's, every series is going to go seven. They're not going to give us any easy outs, mm-hmm. which obviously didn't quite happen here, but sort of did. Um, and you're going to fight and claw every hardest team. And you're going to go into game seven of the Stanley Cup final, and, and then you win it somehow. And that's basically what happened. You just beat so many demons. You look at this team and, like, so so many things that just were slightly different. And it's so, it, it doesn't happen. I literally think if you don't find Gloria, this doesn't happen. Mm. And I'm not saying Gloria, like, gave us superpowers, but... To win the Stanley Cup, you need every asset in your favor. Yeah. And I, you can't tell me that there's not one game in these playoffs or, like, one thing that switched a little bit that that motivated the team. You can't tell me that. Obviously, Jordan Bennington, but to a lesser, like, uh, this, think about even the things like the Tyler Bozak line change in Game 5 in Winnipeg. Oh, there's like, so many little things. And, and Shit, just fucking Jamie Benn not having a fucking, Jamie Benn has a flat stick. If he doesn't have a flat stick, we're out in Dallas or in St. Louis against Dallas, Game Seven. Yeah, we're fucked. We're yeah. out. We lost the game. But he doesn't. He's got a flat stick, so we move on. We Jordan Bennington makes a save. It's so crazy. The Stanley Cup is a lot of effort, like a ton of effort, but it's all these little microcosms, like you said, whether it's luck or just a weird thing someone decided to do or whatever that just add up to this. Because there are games where it's your team won. They pushed themselves and they won. There's other ones where it's just fucking tight. It's tight as shit and you just need the bounce and you got the bounce. And for the longest time, the Blues never got any bounces, ever. Fucking never. You're fucking the St. Louis Blues, and you won the President's Trophy, and you lose to the fucking San Jose Sharks in Game Seven. Oh, Roman Turk got a bounce. Oh that yeah, series. bounce. Like, oh my goodness. Like it's unfathomable to me that this occurred in so many different ways. Like mm. the fact that they got here, the fact that they beat any of the teams they did, and I'm they they were the better team every time. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that they were the better team every time. How could that be? And that's like, again, we'll break down this series more, but it's like, I'm so glad it was like a convincing victory because honestly, this series, we got outplayed a lot of the time. Yeah. And we scratched out a couple of victories, and you can call the trip what it was. It was a bullshit miss call. I don't think it stole the game as much as Jordan Bennington did, but it was definitely bullshit. Well, they we came back and won game time. six. But they, but they, yeah, but it didn't end because of that. And now you won a game queen, and there's no regrets. There's nothing. Nobody's going to be able to take this back. Nobody's going to be like, I don't know. Uh, 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 I don't know. Yeah. You know, you can go out into the world and you can read every article. This is what I'm going to do for like the next week. You can read every article. You can watch every video. You can listen to every friggin' podcast. And they're all going to have to, they're all going to have to wax poetic about how fucking great a story your team is. And this whole city deserves that. Yeah. They've been through some major shit this year with this team. And it, I d- it's Mike Yo. I was about to say. Credit to Mike Yo for having this team <laughs> in such a dumpster fire way that they had to fire his ass and let Craig Bruby be the interim. You, in a weird way, 
thanks, Mike Yo. You, you did it. You fucking helped. You seriously, from the bottom of my heart, helped the Steam win a cup. It's just, I mean, you. Craig Berube, that beady eyed motherfucker that I saw behind the Flyers bench at one point a couple years ago and thought, that dude's weird looking, won us the cup. I had no idea who Craig Berube was. Not a fucking clue. Think Didn't know about, he played over a thousand games, knew jack shit about him. Think about this team on October 5th or whenever you start yeah. the season. Jake Allinger starting goalie. They get 5 0 by the Jets. Mike. <laughs> I'm just saying. And we're like, well, that like sucks, that. but like nothing. That's to never. Worry about. That's still never a good luck no. to start the season. You go, uh oh. Jake Allinger starting goalie. Yeah. Mike Yo is your head coach. Um, Oscar Sunquist is on the DL. Oh, whatever, yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah, no, no brains for a moment. And, and irrelevant yeah. on top of that. <laughs> oh yeah, you just you're like I don't care. Ivan Barbashev is as lo- as much as we know still last year's Ivan I was like, yeah, I'm still the same Barbashev. Vince Dunn is the guy trying to avoid being last year's Ivan <laughs> Uh, this year's last year's Ivan Barbashev. Oh my god. I hope someone in the parade is like, none of us are last year's Ivan Barbashev. <laughs> that's, the, that's our we ain't gonna suck anymore. Or whatever. <laughs> you got Ryan O'Reilly, which is like your shiny new toy, but you don't know how it's gonna fit in. Mm. Tyler Bozak's there. Pat Maroon's there. David Prawn's third stint. And it's just, I mean, it's just been. The whole journey, like, you can't change any part of it, or it's a different story. It's really what sports are about, to be like, I don't know, fuck it, maybe the Blues win this year, you know? That's so crazy. Beginning of every season and throughout it, when you're just far enough away from the playoffs that anything could change to get you into the playoffs, Uh I'll always think, wouldn't it be weird if the Blues won the Cup this year? Like, I don't know, but it could happen, because it's November fucking 19th and we're 10 and 5 and 6 or whatever I'm like but I guess we could win wouldn't that be neat and every year they don't and I'm sure at some point this year I thought that and here they fucking are I we can we can kind of close with this thought and then sort of throw it to Friday but (laughs) like savor this I don't know I, in in one way, like the veil was lifted, mm. and now this team is just a team, and in the playoffs it doesn't have to be the Blues in the playoffs anymore. It can yeah. just be, hey, you did it once, do whatever. And it's like in future years I'm gonna actually be able to believe that the Blues could win a series, a first round series, yeah. you know, or whatever. <laughs> we can do it. I the first just, round could be ours. I could just look and be like, you know what? We actually are better than the Wild. Fuck it, Blues in five. But. And and honestly, maybe we win ten cu- five cups in the next like thirty years or whatever. Yeah. Maybe we don't win one again for thirty forty years. But we're never gonna win the first one ever That's again. True. And like, I mean, uh, barring some preposterous drought like the Cubs have, where it's just so long that literally no one living remembers it, you'll never feel this again. I mean, it'll be amazing still, yeah. but like, it's not gonna be this. And kudos to this city because we went downtown after all after we watched them win, and like 
I honestly never expected it to be as big a deal as it is. Mm -hmm. I always looked at the blues, and, and I guess I'm an idiot, and rightfully so, but like, I always looked at them as like, they're the niche team. They're, the, they're off to the side, they're quiet, and yeah. like the, the people the people who love them will go hard when yeah. they win. But like, it's not gonna like ignite the city the way a Cardinals win would. And honestly, I think it did even more because it's so unexpected and you just sort of felt the magic this year mm. and it just happened and that the downtown was lit, Molly's and Sular was lit. You said he was lit. The whole place was Taco lit. Taco Bell was lit. Taco Bell, the line was so friggin' long. But you know what? The food was hot. Oh, the miracles hot didn't end tonight. <laughs> Actual hot food miracle. from Taco Bell. And we are the Stanley Cup champions. And I'm just, like, I just live in that. You gotta, you gotta, you're listening to this on your way to work. You're listening to this. On your way to the morgue, it don't matter. <laughs> Man, if you're going to the morgue, maybe you work at the morgue. I don't know, but you're this. You're a Stanley Cup champion. Every one of us. Mm. I don't like. I usually don't do this. I usually don't do this. But every one of us has a part in this. Fractional, infinitesimally <laughs> small. But like, this team is this city this year, and we all deserve this we all lived for the 52 years of bullshit and this year of bullshit oh, and now we're God. here i don't know like what else do you say we'll say more we'll have more there'll be so much more but it's yeah i agree just living it it's it's so good it's amazing i guess we can call it there the blues are stanley cup champions we're going to be back on Friday with, I guess, the second episode of the Two Guys One Cup podcast. Mm -hmm. It'll still be, like, accessible the same. Well, we'll figure all that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing right now, but I do know that the Blues are standing up The Blues! Is all it takes, falling in 